0: Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-Step Recovery Fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any of them either. My hope is that you will find my words helpful in some way, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 101 Why We Sabotage the Thing We Want, or the Things We Want, and How to Stop. One pattern that has become clear to me is that many of us often end up sabotaging the very things we want. I'm going to give you three examples of what I'm talking about and my suggestions for how to stop this pattern. But before I do that, I have two things I want to say. One, This is my fourth attempt at recording this podcast. This is very uncommon for me. And I am so grateful that I'm in recovery because I just assume that there was something that I said or didn't say in my previous attempts or that I'm about to say that somebody really needs to hear and God knew that. So the first file I deleted by accident. And then the second time I realized about five minutes in that I didn't select the proper microphone and the third time I don't remember what happened but here we go hopefully fourth time's a charm. The other thing I want to say is that I want to remind you that there's one week left before my next group coaching program starts. It's called Better Boundaries with Barb. If you're interested you can check it out at higherpowercc.com slash It includes 12 weekly 90-minute group coaching sessions via Zoom, a private Facebook group coaching call. Wait a minute. Sorry about that. A private Facebook group to support you between calls. 14 different worksheets and exercises to help you set and maintain healthy boundaries other boundary buddies to support you in your journey. And that actually was one of the most important things that was helpful to me, was working with other people also setting their boundaries at the same time. There's also a multimedia curriculum and two huge bonuses. One is there's a private Trello board with additional resources on things like forgiveness, changing your behavior and self-care. And the other bonus is that while you're in the coaching group, you're automatically a free member of my private membership community, secure, loved, and brave. And that group, among many things, features two coaching calls per month, plus a shit ton of other amazing resources. Okay, on to the topic at hand, sabotaging the very things we want. The first example comes from a client of mine He was thinking about his relationships with other young men back when he was in high school. He's in his mid-30s now. The thing he really wanted from these friendships, or the things, were security, belonging, identity, and validation. He was looking to these other guys for models of what healthy masculinity meant. What ended up happening was those friendships broke apart, and they didn't just plain end. He ended up getting bullied by those friends or some other really shitty way of ending the friendships. He lost his security, his sense of belonging. He was no longer identified as part of the group, and he was invalidated by those very friends. All of the things he was seeking, he didn't get. And while we were working together, he realized that he sabotaged them because he wasn't authentically there in the relationships. He had an end goal in mind from those relationships. He was seeking something and manipulating to try to get that. He wasn't in those friendships to give. He was there to get. Now, mind you, this was all he was capable of at the time. So this is info, not ammo for him. It's information for him to learn and integrate about himself now. It's not ammunition to beat himself up. And learning this information, seeing this pattern has been incredibly instructive for my client. The second example comes from 12-step recovery. I first heard about this from a friend of mine in my first few months in recovery. I've now heard it repeatedly from other people and in fact comes from the big book. But the way my friend talked about this was in regard to the four-step inventory and the way he talked about it was this. We have God-given instinctual drives. In other words, we're supposed to have these drives. These include things like security and personal reputation. And when those drives get out of whack, we act out of our defects of character. Or when we act out of our defects of character, those instinctual drives become out of whack. Either way, what ends up happening is the very thing we seek we often sabotage. That is, when we seek the fulfillment of a God-given instinctual drive, we sabotage it when our defects of character get involved. For example, let's say that your reputation is something you want to enhance, and in order to enhance your reputation, you embellish about your accomplishments. Or maybe you outright lie to people to make them think certain things about you. Well, what happens is that your reputation gets ruined when people find out who you really are and that you've been lying. The thing that you were trying to create, the thing you were trying to enhance your reputation is the very thing you ruin. The third example comes from one of my recovery programs. And in that program, a very common fear that many of us have is of abandonment. What's really ironic is that we fear abandonment. We want people we're in relationships with to not abandon us. Yet, what we do frequently is abandon ourselves. By abandoning ourselves, we build abandonment right into every relationship because we're not really there in the relationship. The real us is not in the relationship. So we end up attracting and being attracted to people who abandon us. So the very thing we want to not be abandoned is not what we get. So how do we get over these patterns? As with everything we want to change, it starts with awareness that this is even happening. I've said many times on the podcast, my greatest gift of recovery is understanding my part in things. And the reason that's the greatest gift is so I can fucking stop doing them. I had no idea what I was doing to create and recreate dysfunctional relationships and patterns and chaos before I got into recovery. This is despite being an incredibly introspective person with decades of therapy, tons of self-help shit that you can't even imagine. For example, I trusted people who were untrustworthy and then blamed them for being untrustworthy. Meanwhile, my part is that I trusted these people in the first place. These were people who gave me evidence that they were untrustworthy. Sometimes they even said to me, hey, don't trust me. And I acted like, well, if I just love them enough, then they'll turn into a trustworthy person. If you're anything like me, I was seriously mired in victim mentality when I came into recovery. I didn't know it, though, of course, I could spot other victims and their victim mentality 10 miles away because I was going to fix and rescue them. But this notion of blaming people for being untrustworthy when I'm the one that actually trusted them and kept hanging out with them, that is victim mentality. That's me thinking it's them. It's not me that's the problem. Now, if any of this strikes a chord with you, there are likely things that you're doing that are sabotaging the very things you want. But you disguise that, you hide it by blaming other people. So step one is to realize the pattern and step two is to start negating the pattern, to change it. So What are the behaviors you're doing that are sabotaging the very things you want? It's going to be different for all of us. For me, it was things like not taking good care of myself, putting other people first, draining myself of energy, using substances and codependent relationships. Again, the first step in stopping this pattern is to realize it's there. And hopefully this episode has brought that to your attention. And the second step is to stop it. Now, how you're going to go about stopping it won't be the same for everyone. There are a myriad of ways you can do that, and that's what recovery is all about. One of the things I've found most effective in my recovery for changing all kinds of negative behaviors is creating healthy boundaries, especially boundaries of self-containment and boundaries of self-protection. Healthy boundaries are about deciding how you want to live your life on purpose. In other words, deciding who is the real authentic you, the real you, and then putting boundaries in place to ensure that that's the kind of life you're going to live. It's not about controlling other people. That's the number one myth that I think people have about boundaries. And this is why my first group coaching programs have been about boundaries, because boundaries are a tool that shore people up in so many areas of their life that they have a ripple effect over all of their relationships, their health, their finances, everything. So that's it for today, folks. Remember, healing is possible. It's never too late to recover, and no one is beyond hope talk to you next week that's it for today please share this episode with anyone who might find it helpful if you like what you've heard here you might be interested in private coaching with me if that sounds like you then head on over to barbchat.net or you can get on my calendar for a free 20 minute consultation to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, then go to barbchat.net and get on my calendar. I'd love to chat with you. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. This helps other people find me. Thanks for listening.